This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, families. I have a new episode today that I'm so excited to tell you about. So let's talk about today's episode. I have on the show with me today, Debbie Zeichner, who's a dear friend of the Fresh Start family show, and I just love what she's all about. And you guys love her too. Her episode 20 that she recorded with us all about positive discipline is one of our most popular downloads of the Fresh Start family show. So you guys, I knew that you loved her when she came on, and so I wanted to have her back to just to have a real-life conversation around what we can do to keep our sanity during quarantine. So she has shared five ideas that she's noticed are really helping in her home and with her clients. She is a um, certified positive parenting educator, and she is also a licensed social worker and parent coach who's been helping children and families now for I think 20 years. Yeah, 20 years she's been helping families. So she is the real deal, um, and she just has so much wisdom to share. She's also a mindful parenting practitioner, which is a really interesting additional component of what she brings to the table. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode and have a listen now. Enjoy. Well, hey there. I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast. The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families, and welcome to another episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. I'm so excited to be sitting here again today with Debbie Zeichner, who is a friend of the Fresh Start Family Show. She's actually been on the show before. I I should know this, Debbie. What episode was that? Do you remember? I was trying to think myself. I I think it was last year sometime, or in the summer, maybe. I, I can't even remember. Yes, but it was a good episode. When we look in iTunes at our results, that is one of the most popular episodes is the one that you were on. So I knew um, that I wanted to have you on again and talk to you just about something different this time. Last time we talked about positive discipline, Uh and this time we're going to talk about... Four ways to stay sane as a parent during quarantine life. (laughs) And we are going to have a really, really good conversation. I'm trying to find out what episode that was so I can tell listeners about it. Um, Thank you for having me. I'll just say thank you for having me back. It's great to be back. It's great to see you. I always love spending time with you. So it's such a treat for me. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, I love it. Yes. Well, you have such good wisdom. I'm going to have you introduce yourself here in a second. Um, Again, listeners, go back and make sure you listen to that previous episode. You can find all of the podcast episodes on freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash show, and you'll be able to find Debbie in there. I'll make sure I somehow um, get that link and put it in the show notes page so you guys can easily access it. But Debbie is a positive discipline educator and coach. And just tell us a little bit more about what you do, Debbie, and um, and then we'll get into our subject matter for the day. Yeah, sure. So um, I my background is as a 
therapist. That's what I did um, pre-kids. And I always say I was the perfect parent before I had kids. <laughs> when I did all my best stuff. Um, I became a mom and had zero clue what I was doing. Like really no clue what I was doing. And it great, just made me feel overwhelmed. I felt anxious. And I just really dove into the field of parenting. And even though I had all the psychology training, it really didn't prepare me for like what life with a newborn, life with a baby, life with a toddler and, and onward was gonna be like. So um, yeah, I became certified in redirecting children's behavior, which I know we share and positive discipline. And then um, in addition to the parent coaching and teaching that I do, I also separately have a, a mindfulness business and practice with, um, with a partner where we go into businesses, we go into schools and we train educators in mindfulness. So that, that's been a really fun journey. And there's so much, you know, intersection that goes on between that. So that's been really fun. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I know we, t we said last time we were going to have you on to talk about mindfulness and I still want to. So next time. Um, we'll do it next time. We'll do, we'll do it next time. Um, this just seemed like a more like current, just kind of topic because I know everyone is, is struggling right now and just really trying to find their footing in their parenting walk. And I think, um, and you can tell us, you know, how your community is feeling, but I know my community, we have, um, a lot of members in our monthly membership program, a lot of students going through the course, so the foundations course, and overall I'm hearing the, the, like the theme is across the board, holy smokes, this is nuts. Mm -hmm. It feels like maybe like five to 10, maybe 10% of parents are like, we're in a groove, we're doing great, but 90% are like, whoa. Some days I'm doing okay, other days I just um, feel just like overwhelmed and lost and like I'm losing my mind. <laughs> And then, of course, we all have that guilt of like, well, we should be thankful, we're healthy, and we um, are in a good position, you know, but then it's just a confusing time, right? So we thought, listeners today, that it would be great just to just to get together as two positive parenting educators who do this for a living. We pour our hearts into um, helping other families. And we just want to be real with you that we are um, just, we're with you, right? Like we are right there with you. How old are your kids again, Debbie? So my son is 13 and my daughter is almost 11. She'll be 11. She'll have a quarantine birthday. Oh, um, yes. She'll have her 11th birthday. We got that plan. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say my community is feeling the same. It's just, it's the stress. It's the overwhelm. Um, some days are amazing and great. And um, other days it's just like they're drowning. Right. And I yeah. think I can relate to that. I mean, I can relate because this is such uncharted territory for all of us. And, you know, you and I were talking earlier about that mom guilt and how heavy that weighs on us, right? Yeah. So I, I think, you know, one of the things for me has just this, this has really been eye-opening for me as far as just that giving myself permission to just let go. Like, okay, what can I let go of today? What am I holding on to so tightly that's yeah. driving me crazy and that's causing me so much stress? And what would it be like to just like maybe let that go? You know, so whether yeah. that's pushing my kids to do, you know, another assignment or whether it's getting on them for having too much time on their devices, I don't know. I'm just kind of at that point. I'm sure many of us are, are there, at, you know, yeah. it's just like it is, it is what it is at this point. And so I think for me, that's been really helpful. That's the cool. moment I find myself just like tightening up, I mean, even just speaking of mindfulness, right? Even just noticing in my body, like, God, my stomach's really tight or my jaw's clenched. Like what's yeah. happening right now, you know, allows me to pause and then even say to myself, what am I telling myself right now? I love that. Yeah. 
Right? And so much of it's coming from that place of fear. Fear that they're going to be behind. What things are going to look like. Am I going to get sick? Um, is, you know, job security, financial security. I mean, just everything. It's just, it's not just one thing, which is just what makes this so complicated, right? Yes. Oh, and what I've, what I've learned about mindfulness, and I'm so new to this idea, um, but we recently had a guest on and it was like super, like wonderful to learn more about it. But it seems like if you can just, this half of it is like identifying it, right? Like realizing like right now, what is my body doing? What is my thought pattern? Becoming almost aware of it all so you can actually be in the present instead of kind of outside of your body. I don't want to get too far down the mindfulness track, but it's so fascinating. I, I, I love that, all of it. But I do feel my my body tighten up a lot, and but I don't stop and realize it. Like I, and that and that you're right. That can be such a beautiful um, sign that some that something probably needs to be let go of. Yeah, and and it's I mean it's also an act of self care, right? Mm-hmm. I mean I think in parenting we talk so much about the importance of self care, and it's like one little thing that we can do that makes such a huge difference is just noticing that. And then I usually just like to say, okay, what, what, what is going through my mind right now? And it's usually nothing good. Right. <laughs> it's, like, it's nothing that's really useful to me or beneficial to me. So that's where I can just say, okay, let me just take a breath. Because, you know, we talk so much in, in positive parenting about being present. We talk so much about really being able to show up for ourselves and our kids. And if we're in the future, we're in the past, we're all over the place. You know, it's, it's obviously much harder to do that. So yeah, I, I found it to be really helpful and, I know, especially during this time, it's helping me get through. I love that. Gosh, well, maybe we'll need to make this five ways to stay sane. Because letting go <laughs> is like, our I think, our first thing, right? Look at where you can let go. Yeah. Okay. But um, parents, we're going we're gonna, to gonna cover four more areas. So we're going to talk about how we can embrace mm. messiness, focus on grace over guilt, stay connected with our kids and our spouse, even when we're stressed, and then still stick to limits with kindness and firmness. And overall, um, how this all can just kind of add to having still be able to find joy and um, and stay in integrity as much as possible in our parenting walk, even though we're juggling a million things. Many families have, you know, everyone's working from home or just trying to figure it all out. So, okay, well, let's start with embracing messiness. Tell us your thoughts on this um, and what you've been doing to just kind of, and it goes along with like letting go, but mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. kind of same kind of idea. But is there any anything where you've been like, whoa, that was messy and that's okay. <laughs> I've seen a lot of that in our own home. <laughs> I think some, I would say, honestly, the majority, especially because where my kids are just developmentally and age wise, you know, for us, the biggest like messiness happens around screen time. I mean, yeah. that's the bottom line. It happens around screen time. I have a <clears throat> son who absolutely loves video games, loves gaming and um, he's like working on his YouTube channel now. I mean, he's getting really into it, which he wouldn't have done pre-COVID, right? So he's like using, you know, he's got some strategy going and using it um, in a beneficial way, I, I think, because he's got to use his brain to, to think about uh, making a business out of it, so to speak. Nice. And it's it's our biggest battle. It's our biggest battle because yeah. I always come from this place of it's too much. And I find that honest, that when I am finding that he's on it too much, I oftentimes have to look at my own usage and yeah. recognize I've been on that a lot. I've been on a lot. So, I mean, I would say that there's a lot more 
yelling that's been happening that I'm not proud of. That's where yeah. my parenting guilt comes in because of course, as a parenting educator, it's, but I should know better. Why am I doing that? And yet I'm doing it, right? So I, know. I think I'm like, okay, you know what? This is really messy. I'm not acting in the way that I would like to, which is, you know, the beauty of being able to go back and repair and say, yes. gosh, you know, I, I yelled at you today and that, that wasn't okay. It wasn't respectful for me to talk to you like that. So it, it really helps us, um, a colleague of mine, actually a mindfulness colleague of mine was telling me he had heard from somebody. It was um, connection, tear, repair. Oh, I love, love that. that. Right? Yes, because, you connection, know, that's how, tear, that's how mm-hmm. muscles build. You know, I've heard that like when you're doing like in like if you start weight training or something like the muscle fibers actually tear a little bit mm-hmm. and then they come back even stronger. And that is such a good point, Debbie, about, um, you know, if families are listening right now and it's like, gosh, every just, and this is, I hear this a lot, everything just seems so messy and, mm-hmm. um, you know, this week was rough. You'll all hear that mm-hmm. a lot. Or it is like cuckooville over here, right? You, we have mm-hmm. to remember that um, when you study this work and when you, you know, practice any type of positive parenting or positive discipline curriculum or style of parenting, it's not so much about um, the perfection of never having messes. It's about the ability to repair and come back together. And like you said, get stronger. So what was that again? Connection, tear, yeah, I think it was connect, tear, repair. Beautiful. Isn't but, that cool? But that, that. that is a huge part of it, right? And all of that doesn't happen if there wasn't messes. Yeah. So I think the mess um, just gives you an opportunity to, you know, that's just such a huge part of this work is being able to have the tools to actually repair. So Yeah, and being okay with things being messy, right? Yeah. That, that the end goal isn't for it to look perfect because that's completely unrealistic. And yeah. that just makes us put so much more unnecessary, unrealistic pressure on ourselves. So if we can just say, okay, you know what? Things are messy right now. Right? Yes. They're not always going to be like this. This is how it is right now. And what do I need to do right now for myself and in relationship with my child to, to just move through it? I love that. And listeners who are listening, just using this idea of tech right now, because everybody is feeling this, right? Like I, everyone you talk to and they're like, well, the kids are in front of the TV all day and using it, you know, as, as this idea, uh, and we're going to get into this next on focusing on grace over guilt, but instead of, you know, feeling guilty about it and being like, gosh, I'm, you know, I'm this horrible mom or I'm, I should know better. I should. And why is my kid pushing back so much? Why am I yelling? Why are they pushing back? But just learning from it and saying, okay, well, how are we going to, how are we going to best approach this tomorrow? What are some agreements we could make? Mm-hmm. What are, um, you know, what are some things we can do to get ahead of it? So tomorrow we don't have as big of an argument around it or as big of a blow up. Right. I think mm-hmm. that can be such a wonderful way to like kind of build, um, break the guilt around it, but any, any tips on, as far as like just giving ourselves grace around it when it comes to all this messiness and having imperfections versus that guilt. Cause man, I'm feeling it a lot these days. Like yeah. just, it's like, I know. and I even catch myself saying, I just feel so bad. I just feel so bad that I haven't called my mom or I just feel so bad that, you know, that I wish I could be off work at three with the kids every day, but I'm not, or I don't know. I just catch myself saying it a lot. And I'm like, this is a problem. Why, why am I feeling bad all the time? Like I'm, I'm doing okay. They're alive. (laughs) They haven't killed each other. They're keeping up with the schoolwork. And I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, I I would say I'm right there with you. And the first thing that I, I try to remind myself is that I'm not alone. 
because oh, every that. parent that we talk to, you and I even included, I mean, we started this conversation with, oh my God, this is so hard. I mean, yeah. and, and we know, I mean, we, we you know, it, it just, we're, we're not immune to it. So I think so much of it is about really giving ourselves that, that compassion, that self-compassion to be able to remind ourselves this is really hard. We're all going through this. It might look different. It's not to say that we're all in the same boat. We're not all in the same boat because everybody's situation looks different and that's perfectly okay. And we're kind of all in the same situation together. So just, yeah. I think that for me, there's so much um, just connection and knowing that I'm not the only one going through this. So anybody that I call to talk about it, it's rare that I call somebody and they're like, well, I'm having a perfectly fabulous day. Right? Like, right. If I call somebody to say, oh my God, this is so hard. They're like, yes, I know it's really hard for me too. So there's, to me, there's so much value in just reminding myself of that. Um, yeah. taking those breaths and saying, okay, I can handle this. Those mantras, you know, for me, mantras are really important. Yeah. What so, are from, some of your favorite? Yeah. So, I mean, just, you know, this is not an emergency. I can handle this. This isn't going to last forever. And, you know, my favorite one really is that, you know, it's all going to work out. It's all going to oh. work out. Just oh, like I in one that. way or another, I don't know what that's going to look like, but in some way it's going to work out. Yeah. And so the moment I start to feel stressed about it, that's what I really have to tell and remind myself. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle.
Well, hey there, families. I want to take a second to tell you about Thrive Market. Have you heard of them before? They are an online grocer that makes healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They deliver food right to your doorstep and they carry your favorite non-GMO and organic brands. I've been having food delivered by Thrive for many, many years. And one of my favorite things that they offer is their auto ship program. So what I like to do when it comes to our grocery shopping around here is I like to have Thrive Market deliver food every two weeks. And then when I'm not able to get through Thrive, fresh fruits and vegetables, that's when I go to my local store to just grab those or best case scenario, if I'm able to make it to a local farmer's market, that's where I really love to get my fruits and vegetables. But I really do like Thrive. They have a wonderful program where they give one membership away to a family in need for every membership that they sell. So it's just a wonderful company. Their their Gibbs program is very similar to our Gibbs program here at Fresh Start Family, where every foundations course we sell, we actually give a foundations course tuition away to an active duty military family who could really use some support and encouragement. So I think you will enjoy shopping with Thrive Market. You can save 25% on your order by heading to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash thrive market. Again, to save 25% off your first order, you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash thrive market. So go check them out. (laughs) Get started today. Set an auto ship that'll just kind of run without you having to go to the grocery store all the time. I mean, is there anything worse than going to the grocery store with kiddos? (laughs) It can be um, a recipe for disaster, right? So do it from your home. um, Set it once, have it be done, and also know that you're getting incredible products that are organic, non-GMO, and you're getting it all at an incredible price. All right, go check them out, guys. Enjoy. Yeah. And it's not easy. It's definitely not easy to do. So, I mean, I love, I'm a big fan of Post-it notes. So I like taking nice. Post-it notes. I always recommend parents take Post-it notes and put them all over their house just as reminders with anything from just reminding them to connect with their kids or breathe or um, it's all going to work out, whatever that is. And just to see those visual cues and reminders can also be really comforting. Like, oh yeah, okay, let me take a breath right now. It's okay. Here's where I'm, here's where I am right now. I love that. And I would even add like a few about just our worth, right? Like our worth is not in our perfection of our parenting. Our worth as a great parent is not in if we didn't yell at all today. Of course, we don't want to yell, but that's not, that does not define our worth, right? So I, that would be fun to like even make some post-its around that. I've been really sitting in that lately of like, um, my value of who I am as a mom and a wife and a friend is not determined by how much I get done every day or how mm-hmm. perfect I was and my patience. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I teach this stuff, it's like, it's just in that I'm here and that I'm a mom who loves my kids. And, um, and again, we're in this together and we're all trying to help each other. And that's what matters. Yeah. And I think just reminding ourselves too, that our kids don't need us to be perfect. I think that's really important. I think we just have this idea or perception or belief that we have to be it all and do it all. And just it's it's unrealistic. And so I think that it's we're much more relatable for our kids when they see that we're not perfect because it gives them permission to make mistake. It gives them permission to show up as messy and and still be welcomed and acknowledged and loved and validated. And so I think that's something that. I've really been working on too, is just reminding myself, okay, I, they, I don't need to be a perfect parent. 
It just doesn't, it literally doesn't exist. So it kind of, again, goes back to that letting go. I love that. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right. So um, how about let's talk about staying connected with kids and spouse, even Mm. though we've got a lot going on and I know it can get so, this is tough, right? Because what we teach, um, we know is like our, our kids are way less likely to misbehave and push back and, and um, have epic tantrums and meltdowns if we do stay connected, right? We, if we can keep that relationship strong, but how do we do that in times when, when we're stressed and we're snappy and, um, and we're just, you know, we've just got a lot going on. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's carving out that time, whatever that looks like. I mean, I, I will set an alarm on my phone or my computer to take a break and it's, it's, I've been just calling it a connection break. Mm -hmm. So at the start of this, I made like a self-care plan for what my self-care plan would look like. And I ironed that out. And part of it was taking connection breaks to connect with my kids and my, my husband. Nice. I forget about him. Yeah. He gets myself out the kids. I'm like, he he needs that too. So for me, it's about, I need the reminders because I know for myself, I can get really focused and it's hard to stop doing what I'm doing to to take that time. And I know that that's important. And I know that it's going to have um, such an important effect on the whole rest of my day if I if I take that time to connect with my kids. I know one of the things that I've been working a lot on is, um, I don't know if it's like this for you, but if I'm in the middle of something and somebody comes in and just starts talking to me, it, it drives me crazy. Like that, yeah. that's where I'm going to like, that triggers me. I'm going to like lose it because I lose my focus and I get a little angry and resentful. So I had to make an agreement with my kids ahead of time to say, you know, if you see me in the middle of something, like let's come up with a plan because it's not working for me to be interrupted because then I'm just, I notice I'm snapping at you and that's not okay for you. So talking about connection, like it's a way for me to connect. So, you know, we, we, we brainstorm some ideas and ultimately what, you know, my daughter said is I'll just kind of stand next to you. And, and then we said, she'll say, and my son as well, like, let me know when you're ready. Beautiful. And I'm like, you know what? Like that works for me. And so just even having that whole exchange allowed me to feel and build that connection with them. I know they left feeling connected because it was a problem that we were having. Yeah. Um, so those are some things that I have worked for me. What have you found to be helpful? What have you noticed? Well, I love it. And, and even, you know, before I go there for a second, it's, I love what you're saying. And I want to make sure listeners understand that you can do what Debbie's talking about with kids of all ages, right? I mean, like I see, see, um, families, you know, I work with, and I know you work with too, that really those agreements and problem solving Mm -hmm. together is actually Mm -hmm. a way to connect, right? So even Mm -hmm. though you're, you're dealing with something that's kind of like a, a piece, like a conflict piece or whatever, like, Hey, mom gets snappy. You're interrupting me. It actually can become super connecting when you're like, okay, let's problem solve this together Mm -hmm. because I care about you. You care about me. And the reason why you want to talk to me is because you want my attention because I'm the coolest mom ever or whatever. Like you love me (laughs) and like, I want to give it to you, but I'm challenged. I need your help. Like that in itself can be so connecting. And you really can do that with three-year-olds and four-year-olds and five-year-olds. Oh, completely. They have so much to say. We underestimate the value of how much two and three, four-year-olds have to say. So yeah, absolutely. Any age. And I always say to them, like, I can't wait to hear what you have to tell me. And I know I don't feel good when I can't give you my full attention. And it's so important to me to give you my full attention because that's what you deserve. Yeah. So that's why this is so important to me. And and yeah, absolutely. Any age you can do that. And I know there's so many different ways of of doing that and making those agreements. I mean, I know parents I work with, we talk about having like... um, you know, if they don't want to be interrupted and they make this plan, you know, having like a 
red light on the door, right? Like a red, like yeah, a stop sign a on the door, idea. the green light on the door, or putting your hand on each on, like put your hand on my hand when you, when you want my attention. And that way I'll know that, um, that you, that you need me and I want to be there for you. And so, yeah, those agreements to me are so connecting, really, That's really awesome. connecting. Mm-hmm. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Yep. And, and for me, it's just been like, just fun. How, where can mm-hmm. I have fun with the kids? So yeah. like yeah. last weekend, my husband like did like a big tarp in our front like area, which is like the street. And we had like tarp surfing and, oh, um, yeah. we got to get back in the ocean this morning with my son and he yeah. had like, loves that. Like, my daughter wants to watch, like, last night we got to watch, like, a, a movie together that's, like, a little bit older, and our little guy can't really watch it yet, so we got to watch that and, like, have it in her bedroom, which is a very special treat, and so just trying to find those pockets of fun, Yeah. Um, because, yeah. man, yeah, I do feel like I'm working a lot, and I'm trying my best, but I'm no, you know, like, I'm not perfect, but yeah. I just, I just have to, like, look at those little areas where I'm like, okay, we had fun tonight, and, yeah. and it's been, cut like, the first few weeks, it was in the form of um, family movie night, and that was where we, like, got the good connection, and I got my snuggles, and they, so I think it's every, it's different for everyone, right, and it you is. just do your best, you just try and to find. It yeah. doesn't even have to take that long, right? right? I mean, sometimes you can do it in 10 minutes. Yeah. Or 15 minutes or just, and, and it's just, I think it's just about seeing our kids. 
Right. I mean, yes. sometimes like my son will be sitting, you know, doing something or reading or, and I'll just come up behind him and just give him a big hug. Yes. And that's what, yes. And, and that took me like a minute to do that. So I think that, you know, sometimes when we think about connection and connecting with our kids, it can feel like, oh my God, I have to spend this whole day. And yet right. we don't, I always think like sprinkle it throughout the day. Yes. That's what I would like to do. I love that. And one more little tool that you guys can use is something um, we that the Redirecting Children's Behavior Program teaches, but it's called GEMS, Genuine mm-hmm. Encounter Moments, where it's like your your little one, you know, or your, your kiddo comes to you and you may be in one of those moments where you can't give your attention, but if you can and they want to mm-hmm. show you something or tell you about their math problem or who, who knows, one of the million things that kids want to tell you about during the day, you actually stop turn off the burner where you're cooking spaghetti or, or, you know, say, Hey, sister-in-law, can I call you right back and actually look in their eyes and say, Hey, tell me, what do you have to tell me? What do you want to show me? And, and, uh, and sometimes I can take like 30 seconds. Sometimes it can take a minute and a half, but usually those are pretty fast. And those, those are another way that you can just kind of build in little moments of connection, which add up to a big deal for kids because when they feel like they're seen, and heard and like they belong mm-hmm. and they're valuable in the family, they misbehave less. So those are gems. Um, yeah. Love those, it. Are, those are really yeah. good. Love it. Okay. And then how about sticking to limits with kindness and firmness? So I know, um, as you know, we were preparing for this call, we were talking about how, you know, we embracing messiness and letting go and loosey goosey <laughs> with some of the rules. And at the same time, we both know as, as parenting instructors that it's so important to still mm-hmm. stick mm-hmm. to limits. Um, so talk to us about that. Like, how do we find that middle ground between like, you know, I hear, I know here again, our kids are older, but I'm like, Oh my gosh, our new bedtime is like 1030. And the kids are like sleeping into like 9am. I'm like, what has happened? How am I ever gonna take this back? Right? Like, so I'm like, uh Oh, however, that's not one of the things that I'm like, I'm like, cool, I'm cool with that. But there are other things where I'm like, no, that's not happening. Like, we're sticking to the limit. So, you know, what is your guidance on finding that middle ground and making sure you're still having those moments where you stick to the limits with firm kindness? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a few things. One is, I think this has definitely been an opportunity to model flexibility. And I think that's a beautiful thing to model. So I, I definitely, I'll preface it by saying that, that it's, it's okay to model flexibility. Um, it may look different, different days, and that's okay. Um, and I think it's, um, you know, part of it is choosing your battles. You know, what, yeah. what is, what is this family all about? What is really important to us? There's some things that are non-negotiable. And I think that also setting limits um, really involves recognizing that, you know, cause typically what happens is that our child is engaged in something, they're in the middle of doing something and then we want them to do something else, right? That's when the power struggles happen. That's when everything falls apart. That's when all the defiance comes out is because yeah. we're expecting our child to get onto our agenda. So what I always talk with parents about is just recognizing this idea that, you know, our child's agenda is just as important to them as ours is to us. And once we can honor and acknowledge what our child is engaged in before making our request, that goes such a long way in terms of gaining that cooperation while still holding our limits. So oh, that might it. sound something like, you know, I know that you're having so much fun building right now. Gosh, show me what you're doing. How did you do that? Oh my gosh. I, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I know that you're having so much fun. I can see you're really interested in this and it's time to go take a shower. So do you want to leave your blocks here until you're done? Or do you want to bring some of them upstairs and you can work on them when you're done? It's up to you. You decide. Yeah. I love so it. It's, 
it's being able to recognize what our child's involved in while still holding our limit. And that's that kind and firm at the same time. Yeah, because it can get, you You almost forget sometimes that our kids are like human beings too. <laughs> yeah. And it can be like, come on, you guys, just go with the flow, you know? And really, it's like to them, they are living in a different world. And to them, it, it matters what they're doing. And I love that. Um, that really inspires me to make sure I keep that in mind of just remembering that it's important to them, even if they're like on this game or... Stella's like, <laughs> my 12-year-old right now is like Amazon. It's like Amazon. Like, look <laughs> look what we could get. This is only like, you know, this is only like $3. The other day she was like, I could get this like new case. You know, it's only $3. I'm like, okay, honey, that's coming all the way from China. Are we really sure? Like, what is this? Uh-huh. Where is this coming from? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but that just inspired me to, to realize that that's important to her. Like, she's just yeah. trying to pass the time on a yeah. Saturday afternoon. And yeah. she... And here we are modeling Amazon ordering, and I'm looking at her going, that's dumb. You don't need a new $3 case. Um, and and to her, she's like, no, this is this is important to me. So I love that point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, Debbie, I think that gives listeners um, some great information, and hopefully um, families, that just kind of lifts you up, helps you not feel alone, gives you some new ideas on some things you can do with your kids and your home that will help you um, just feel more joyful in your everyday walk. Because like Debbie said, we are in this together. This is not going to last forever. I I love those mantras you have. I I jotted down a few of them. This is um, not going to take forever. I can handle this. Um, It's all going to work out. All going to work out. Um, And and in the end... um, we all are just together and that's so important. So hopefully this has encouraged you today. Debbie, will you tell us just about what you're up to right now? Remind listeners where they can find you, maybe some upcoming things that you have going on. I'm not sure when this um, episode will air, maybe mid like May or June. We're not quite sure yet, but just tell us where listeners can find you. Yeah, well, it's been fun to kind of pivot um, from doing in-person classes, you know, so I do one-on-one coaching, parent coaching. And then um, in addition, I do some um, parenting workshops. Uh, My favorite one to teach is power struggles. That's always my favorite and most requested in sibling rivalry. So now I'm doing those on Zoom. So I have those going. Um, And then uh, the beginning of June, I'm I'm really excited to launch uh, a parenting summit, an online series called Becoming an Empowered Parent. And it's expert tools for embracing imperfection, building connection, and creating more peace and joy within your family. So I have that coming up um, soon that I'm really excited to to launch. And that's going to run for um, probably a couple of weeks. I have about like 20 to 22 parenting experts that I've interviewed who are going to be offering lots of valuable tips and insights and resources and tools. So I, that that that's something that I'm really excited. So yeah, the best place I would say to... Find me would be um, at my website, debbiezeichnerlcsw.com, on my Facebook page, Debbie Zeichner Parent Coach. Um, I have a new Facebook group, which has been really exciting, called um, Becoming an Empowered Parent. So that can be accessed through, you know, through Facebook. And that's usually the first place I post everything. I always start with Facebook. I'm on Instagram, too. Um, But those are probably the best places to find me. I love it. And families, we will make sure we get all of those links in the show notes page. And yeah, Debbie is just um, such an incredible positive parenting coach. So make sure you you reach out um, if you'd like some additional support. 
And thank you so much for being here. I'll let you get back to your family. And um, we love you, Debbie. Thank you so much. Thank you. And just all my best to to everybody listening. I just want to wish you good health and comfort and safety. And um, I'm just, my thoughts are with all of you. So, and you too, Wendy. All the best to you. Thanks, Debbie. Thank you. For links and more information about everything we talked about during today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 51. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.